Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. Uh, this week, uh, my standard co-hosts are off on a magical adventure somewhere else. So I am joined by Amanda, a.k.a. Frank the Turtle. Hello. I am also joined by Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. What's up again? We all have multiple names. We all are just absolutely <laughs> like, just like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what era it was that rappers had like three or four different names, but that's just where <laughs> we're currently living in at this moment. Yay. And- <laughs> Yay, that was here. Yeah. Uh, uh, as a little as the, the standard hell world peek behind the uh, peek behind the curtain at our production values was I hit the uh, intro music and Riverside has this like soundboard that has way too many buttons on it initially and for some reason it scrambled the content warning with where it normally was so like just imagine those last 10 seconds of you hearing the intro music, me panicking as I try to find the content warning button and then finally finding it and frantically hitting it to play the content warning. <laughs> so my heart rate was up at the very jump of this thing. So I was like, oh shit, what the Riverside, no, don't do this to me. So that was, that was lovely. That was an absolutely lovely start to this whole thing. Ugh. I like so- that music. It's snazzy. Oh, uh, yeah. One of my friends uh, who is we we call him DJ Minimal Effort for a reason because he just never he never puts in like a lot of work on anything. He's always talking about doing stuff. He doesn't. But um, sounds like a cool guy. I like him. Oh, he's he (laughs) is. That's me. He is the weirdest duck. He truly is. <laughs> like, if you ever hung out with him, you'd like be like, okay, when are you going to break character? And then you'd find out, oh, wait, he never breaks character. This is who he actually is. Like, uh, he's just, he's, he's incredibly, he's incredibly smart, but he is just aloof. Like, I mean, people have said all kinds of things about him. Like, someone was like, oh, he definitely has Asperger's. And like, he's like, no, I don't. I've, I've, been to doctors they've diagnosed me i don't have that but uh dj minimal effort a weird dude and there's your shout out for the show dj minimal effort that you'll never hear l plugs you at the end of every podcast and you've never listened to one of them and i know it so uh you don't you don't get the end of the show pot, uh, shout out this time dj minimal effort no shout out for you so yes that w- but yeah i'm very happy with the music and the way it turned out so uh, <laughs> Smoothly, smoothly segueing away from. I this. was taking a hit of my vape. <laughs> hey, this is this is how we operate. Uh, again, L L loves it when we describe things in this because it just drives him nuts that podcasts use visual things. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, Amanda is uh, battling COVID and dealing with all that. I so, battled it. Yeah. I'm done. I can go yeah. outside. She's, I can. I can. I can lick doorknobs again. Oh man. Go go for it. I mean, uh, I can breathe on whoever I want, and whoever can breathe on me, it's fine. What are you it's three legal. for three now? Yeah. Well, to be fair, the first time I had it, there were no tests available, and I wasn't really that sick. 
I just shared a bed and like hotel with a girl who went to the hospital with COVID. So they were like, yeah, you probably have it. That's why you keep sleeping 20 hours in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I had it twice. Beat it twice. I actually just beat it too. I just had it not that long ago. I I have never had a confirmed case of COVID. I had a annoying, I did not have what I would call a bad cold. I had an annoying cold like two months ago, but I tested negative during it. So I just, I have yet to have any knowledge of an official COVID diagnosis. So it's like this thing though, where like when you have it, you know, like I knew, I knew I had it this time, but it's like, I don't even get that sick. It's just like the, brain feeling is it's the only thing i've like i've ever had like it is altitude sickness Aha. so I, I i will look for the brain thing that when your brain stops working yep. yep yeah when you're like oh, yeah. it's like if you take add if you take my add and like take away all my medication and then crank up my add like 300 percent. so so brain fog is the number one symptom of covid yeah. It's like um, it's like that, but I also think like what it really is is like this removement from reality, where it's like if I'm on the phone or if I'm doing something, I like feel like I'm watching myself, like I'm dreaming. Um, and it's like the first like two days of COVID are like that every time I've had it. <laughs> I just puke a lot. Okay, well that sounds awful. <laughs> That's the way worst COVID experience that I've ever had. I got the cool. Last time and I've been pissed, I could taste stuff this time because if I'm gonna have to be inside, I want to do experiments. And I did a lot of experiments when I lost my sense of taste before. <laughs> I um what was I gonna say? Um someone was talking to praying medic about a prayer to regain taste and smell. And I was just like, oh, so COVID's still fake, huh? Is, is that is that what you're going with? M- person who needs their taste and smell returned to them? Bioweapon. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, they're, oh, they're 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 back on bioweapon real strong now. COVID is no longer fake. It is absolutely Shycom bioweapon. Uh, but to finish my point that we started, I started about I don't know forty minutes ago, <laughs> was in the theater of the mind. Just imagine that when you think of Amanda, just imagine her covered in a smoky haze because there's a humidifier yeah. like blowing in her room. So it it looks like she is um, token. Yeah, she looks like she's hot boxing, but she's not. She's actually this is a medicinal, medicinal smoke is what we're actually. As far as we know, that's what <laughs> yes. she told us. Yes, that's the allegation. That's the allegation that's going on right now here. Um, but anyhow, enough of this fun and frivolity. Let's get to other fun and frivolity known as the amuse bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. Uh, so our first topic today is the grifter wars that are eternal and will never end inside of QAnon. Uh, the first of these grifter wars involves a continuing dispute between um, Patel Patriot, uh, Bad, the guy who runs Badlands Media, and pretty much everyone outside of him. In this case, because uh, <laughs> going so, to war. Yeah, he's going. To, so, the, so uh, for those of you who don't know exactly what's happened here, there was this bunch of infighting and bullshit involving the guy who came up with the devolution bullshit, and the we the media people getting mad at him, and one thing led to another, and now devolution is wrong. Think devolution is heresy. Trump is no longer the secret shadow president. To think these things is incorrect, and will get you punished for wrong. Think. So it is uh, awesome that like this, this guy who rose to success via like just Trump still secretly president guys just peddling this hopium. Now everyone's mad at him. So his hopium is bullshit. 
Um, but anyway, oh yeah, I still believe Trump's my shadow president. It's still real to me. Um, but what happened was, um, he uh, has his little retinue now of sycophants, which includes uh, Pepe Lives Matter and Q Stradamus, who are two of the more avid posters in the QAnon sphere. They were members of We the Media. They now post on John's uh, Badlands Media. Now, uh, and this is so in the weeds and so silly, but it's also delicious. So true the vote wanted to cater to these people as badly as possible. Catherine and Greg were just like, well, there's there's no easier mark than QAnon. So we need to go at these people. We need to get them on our side so they will suck up to us and let us harvest their followers so we can get money off them with 2,000 mules and all the other scams that True the Vote's running. And Q Stradamus fell in love with Greg Phillips's beard. It was a passionate, torrid romance between this young man and the burly, majestic beard that Greg Phillips has. And Q Stradamus started photoshopping Greg's beard on everything. He started freaking out and posting that beard here, there, everywhere. It was literally the the reason why that young lad would wake up in the morning. So at some point... Because he hasn't seen your beard... Yeah, I know. Oh, if they, if they knew if they knew about the Bob, the Bobby Baratheon that I that I rock, they would all cower in horror. Uh, and actually, like um, uh, spoiler alert, that's part of part of the things I'm looking forward to when we do the mailbag. But uh, what I was going to say is, um, Greg gave Q Stradamus like seventy five hundred dollars for um, like artwork for merchandise and all kinds of other stuff, basically supporting the true, the the vote brand. I don't know if it was going to be entirely beard related or if it was just going to be like universally about Greg Phillips and true, the vote and how awesome they are. And one thing led to another. And Greg is now claiming that Q Stradamus has not produced any of the work he has requested. And that when Greg was in jail uh, during that contempt of court uh, ordeal, apparently Q Stradamus like took like either he either took an additional $3,000 or got paid an additional $3,000 while Greg was in jail. And he was able to shake down some idiot at true the vote who didn't know what was going on. Uh, so, uh, Greg has posted photos of Q Stradamus from the pit because, uh, Pepe and his younger brother went to that dumb, uh, LARP convention where Greg and Catherine were like, by the way, 2000 mules, fuck that shit. Have you heard of this company <laughs> called Connect? They're the real bad guys. And by How the way, Terry Lake was there. <laughs> Well, Carrie Lake uh, didn't get paid seven thousand dollars for <laughs> funny artwork about Greg's beard or whatever. So, beard propaganda. He's yes. paying for his own beard propaganda. He is. <laughs> uh, but be, by the way, I will not pay anyone any thousands of dollars for uh, Mike Rain's beard propaganda. My beard is just free. You can use my beard without my consent. I don't care. Whatever you want to do, it's fine. I'll I'll post a headshot somewhere on <laughs> on the on the Hell World Twitter feed. And you can do whatever you want. Don't care. Go nuts. Um, but, but the um, so so this this is an ordeal. Uh, I believe that Greg has fully docked. So he's given the the because Pepe and his younger brother have been incredibly secretive about their names and identities and everything. But uh, Greg posted a photo of Kusradamus. I believe he's given his full name as well. I know the authority who has 
basically uh, decided to make himself the uh, Martin Luther of the QAnon Protestant Reformation against the evil uh, Catholic heresy of we the media, the authority was uh, was saying uh, Pepe and, and Kusradamus' uh, first names a lot and, and making it clear. He's like, I know your names. I, I, I can go after you. So, yeah. The, He's putting his dick on the table. He showed yes. him. Oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh because there's there's a scene uh, in um, one of the Lyndon Johnson movies I watched um, where uh, he he's very mad at this. Uh, one thing that Lyndon Johnson really hated was when a whip would tell him they had about a certain number of votes. He'd be like, no, tell me how many fucking votes I have. Do not tell me I have about a certain number of votes. And so they have the scene in the movie when, when Lyndon Johnson was the Senate majority leader and this guy walks in and is like, I, th- I think we got about 52 votes. And Lyndon Johnson was like, if I took your two inch dick and put it on this table and then I said I was going to bring an axe and then I said I was going to bring an axe about two inches down in front of it. Would you be nervous? Now tell me how many fucking votes I have. And so like, about was not a word you used around Lyndon Johnson. But uh, so that ordeal uh is going is ongoing and one guy that's trying to stay above the fray of this whole uh badlands patel patriot versus everyone who hates him uh sort of ordeal is praying medic and if those of you who've been following QAnon know that praying medic is one of the og grifters in this space he has been doing this shit basically since the first q drop he is an and as far as I can tell, the man doesn't believe a goddamn word of any of it. He is just so in it to make a buck. I, of all these people, like... What? Well, I mean, it's it's one of those questions people ask all the time. Is, is this guy grifting or does he really buy into this shit? And I think, like, people like IET and Pepe and those morons, I think they buy into it. I think Awaken Outlaw is kind of a sad dude because, like, I, when I talk to when I talk to Awaken Outlaw, he basically like a lot of them just block me on site. Like, like I wanted to like fucking talk some shit to Martin Geddes on Truth Social, immediately blocked. He saw my account. He's like, nope, not dealing with you. <laughs> but like Awakened Outlaw will talk to me. But like the way he talks to me is like, you piece of shit, you absolute fucking scum, you're the worst, and I hate you, and I will not have a real conversation with you, guy. I hate. And by the way, you are also fat and a loser. <laughs> and you will never know the touch of a woman. I love our fans. And, and, and yeah, I love our fans. And it's, and it's like, and it's like, I, and it's like, it's like, okay, Outlaw. I mean, I, I get it. And, 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 the other, and the other thing that Outlaw loves saying to me is, I'm only back on Twitter soon. And I'm like, we're, we're talking on truth right now. What would this, com- how would this conversation differ if we were on Twitter, except for the fact that you might have to break up some of your insult tirades into two or three tweets because <laughs> Truth Social has a higher character count on their posts. But, um, like, while, like, and then while they're yelling at me at the very least, like, I get to, like, talk to them and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> one of the things that Outlaw said to me that was, like, so sad was he was like, oh, when Q first started posting, he was saying these things. We didn't know about the year deltas. We didn't know that like things oh were going to work out. Over- and I'm just and I'm just like, God damn it, outlaw! Like, come on, buddy. Q Q Q wasn't telling you about deltas because Q didn't know about deltas. You made up the deltas <laughs> to make Q right in the long run. That's what deltas are, buddy. They're a coping mechanism. So, uh, so. 
while I'm talking to these guys, like I can get a sense for how many of them are like bought in and how many of them are just doing this to make a buck. Like Jordan Sather, he'll say anything for a buck as far as I'm concerned. Like, oh my God. Like the, the, the <laughs> Jordan Sather yearns for the day he can sell out QAnon and come and, and do the whole reformed conspiracy theorist act. Oh my you know, God. Yes. Oh, the, oh man. The day, <laughs> the day he does that and fucking tries to cash in a buck. I'm like, you better be earnest. I'm gonna be watching you. The moment you slip, I'm gonna, like the moment you try to pull the Glenn back and do the. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was a nut for a while. Give me more money. What? No one will give me money for my repentance tour. Fine. I'm a nut again. Give me the cash. I'm a nut. And everyone's like, "Yes, Glenn Beck, you're a nut. Here's more cash." So, but um, medic has always struck me as being totally soulless. And uh, one QAnon promoter, or I, this guy is not even like someone I really knew. Like they're named like Genghis Khan. Their handle of truth is like Q Warrior Twelve. He posted like screenshots of praying medic getting like twelve hundred dollars over three days in donations because like medic was like, I'm being censored and deplatformed. Give me loot. And his followers were like, here's a pile of loot, praying medic. So now a lot of people are going after praying medic for being a grifter and just making a buck off the movement. And but that's uh, the yeah. same thing everybody else does. What? Oh yeah, I know. Absolutely. I was waiting for something egregious. No, no. But like, the, the, like when Jordan Sather told people to drink bleach, you know, that was like egregious. Oh yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Drink what, bleach, what, fine. But like, can I have some cash? Bad. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that's so funny about these people is that everyone's trying to make a buck off this shit. Everyone's trying to get, uh, trying to do so, like, so many QAnon promoters that are like small timers are like, I want to quit my job and start a podcast and do some art and do this other Good thing. fucking luck, buddy. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, guess what? That's fucking everybody. Guess, guess what? Guess who's, guess who's watching you? Me, schlub with a day job and a podcast. And I talk <laughs> about QAnon all day. And I would love that life too, but guess what? I don't have it. And I'm not going to sit around pissing and moaning about it because I know how the world works. And I also know that you are the like 4,000th QAnon promoter that wants to go down this primrose path of success and decadence. And you're just mad that you didn't come up with the sad panda story of devolution that got Patel Patriot a pile of loot such that now he can run his own grift emporium in Badlands Media that if you were lucky, you could write shit for, like all these other uh, sad little uh, flameouts like Pepe and Custodamus. Someone actually went to Custodamus about the fact that, like, hey, in your Substack, you talk about just fucking doing drugs all the time and hearing God in your head, and how do we know it's God and not the drugs? And it's like, uh, spoiler alert, it's never God. There, like, <laughs> if the there God's was in the drugs, man. Yeah, maybe God told you to take the drugs. <laughs> Maybe that's how you commune with God. God was like, you know what? I want you to trip balls. That's the only way. You, that's the only way the human mind can in, in, understand my powerful omniscience. Because I'm so strong. I'm God. I'm the best. It and worked out like, really well for William Burroughs' wife. <laughs> after he did a bunch of drugs and shot her, so uh, you know. <laughs> oh God. No. Uh, Riverside has a thing called drumroll on it, and I'm almost, I'm almost positive it actually is rimshot, but I don't ever want to press that button in case it actually press is drumroll. Press it. Do it. I don't Go, know. Let's play. Oh, let's play. I don't no. care. Do it's, it. it. It's going to be a drumroll. It's not going to be a rimshot. I know it. 
Yeah, it was a drum yeah. roll. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, because, uh, I'm I, I'm not wearing my glasses right now. Below that is actual drum joke, which has to be rim shot. It's gonna be but a. Yeah, exactly. Would, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this, and I'm gonna get really mad. Hell yeah. That's rim shot. Why do you call that drum joke? What, what kind <laughs> drum of joke. Drum joke. What, kind, <laughs> what kind of fucking mistranslation through six languages did you come to to get to drum joke for that? <laughs> Every, everyone knows what rim shot means. Oh I actually God. got drum joke. I didn't know it was called rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Haley, the most isolated human being that has ever lived. <laughs> Uh, we are speaking to Haley live from under the rock she lives under. under. I didn't take music class. Oh, you, you, yeah, you, uh, you, you, you didn't deal with any comedy where no. bad one-liners. And- yeah, I just it was it's the drum joke. <laughs> drum joke. We are going. We, I'm not going to do this, but if, we, if, if this was a professional podcast, we would edit this and put this into the small section before the amuse bouche. But it is too late. We have gone too far. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, besides all of that uh, nonsense, our next topic of conversation is, um, so, tw- Elon, looking for a few bucks here and there from whoever is willing to give them, and he got um, an ad from a bizarre website called The 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 Nidu. It is the, or the word the, followed by the word, and I use the term word very loosely, N-E-D-O, the Nido. And um, the Nido.com that was selling, uh, that, was, that was here to uh, advertise on Twitter was selling what they claimed was a oil filter. <laughs> and when people looked at the, 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 at the quote-unquote oil filter they were selling, people were like, no. That's a silencer for a gun. They are literally selling silencers for firearms. This is, how do you say, fucking illegal? And so um, I went to the, I I clicked on, uh, I managed to find the website and I managed to find what they were on the ad said was um, how you could find this, where it was like, go to the neato.com slash car hyphen oil. And when you when you go to that, you get a 404 error. But I went on the Wayback Machine, and I did find the ad did exist. And you could, in fact, uh, see that they were selling this oil filter for your car, winky emoji. Um, so beyond that, if you actually go to the neato.com, they have all kinds of very bizarre products, including uh, a quote-unquote game where you put your finger inside a little table and light flicker around. It was up to six people can stick their fingers in these little holes, and when the lights stop flashing, someone gets an electrical someone gets a, an electrical shock, and it's called electric shock roulette. And yeah. you, you can buy electric shock roulette from a price range of twenty two dollars to ninety three dollars. Oh, I would definitely buy the more expensive one because I would assume it's safer if I'm going to do it. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, shock roulette party game, and the. Uh, the board, the, the, the box it comes in features a child with their hair all electrified, uh, followed by next to it an, an EKG heart monitor behind them. <laughs> Sick. Which, which is obviously okay. at this very moment at this very moment in America, 
and one of our major headlines, probably not the best graphic to be showing people. But um, so beyond just looking at the weird junk this website is offering us, and I have uh, I have now sent I've sent the photo of the box to Haley and Amanda to look at in their DMs. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, this uh, I did I did a who is search for this uh, the owners uh-huh. of the, the owners of this website, and their address came up as a place in Iceland. And then when I dug into that address in Iceland, it turns out that this is an address uh, used by scammers. And you will never believe this. I uh, listeners to the Hell World podcast, please, please take a seat. I don't want anyone to like fall over in shock. I don't want anyone to damage a tailbone or anything. But uh, there are many websites connected to NFTs and crypto that also come from this address nice. in Iceland that is run by that is populated by scammers. We should so, buy this toy. Uh, yeah, so I'm never going to get my silencer. You are almost surely <laughs> never going to get your silencer. Uh, I saw you get your silencer. <laughs> I liked it much better when Elon was taking money from people who were shipping illegal, like weapons goods across country lines. That was way, way. I was, I got really excited when you said Iceland. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's definitely something illegal about what Elon would be doing in that situation. Yes. <laughs> Oh God! So yeah, um, so everything everything working smoothly here on Twitter dot com. We only have mildly illegal gun part ads going on. Uh, Twitter stock has rebounded to a majestic soaring height of one hundred and twelve dollars a share today. Um, remember, it started twenty twenty two at a tick under four hundred dollars a share. So uh, any gains you see are not are literally nothing, and uh, any morons buying this can't bounce. Yes. <laughs> I love that mostly because that's a dumb thing. Q. That's a thing that Q also said to sound smart is what I should have said. Q oh, like, I, I come from the crypto world and we've been saying yes. that for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is what I'm saying. But just, Q was just like, dead cat bounce. And I, I forget what the context of Q yelling that was. It's just like, I'm mad and dumb and I want to sound smart. And I've already said game theory too much this week. So I have to say something <laughs> else. Oh God! Because uh, oh, our beloved, um, our beloved super secret spy, who was going to save America from the bad people. Oh yeah, this is weird. Um, it was just uh, oh, it was uh, talking about FBI Director Andrew McCabe back when they thought McCabe was going to get in- indicted, and uh, Q was like, "Dead cat, <laughs> dead cat bounce. Nothing can stop this." And then McCain didn't get <laughs> indicted. So uh, tough break. Sorry, Q. You lose again. You huge dum dum. Uh, so uh, that is all of our I don't know small, minor, hilarious commentary. Although our first headline is awesome and super fun, <laughs> currently ongoing as we yep. speak. That you you'll be hearing this in the near future, but we are living in the moment. The moment of uh, Kevin McCarthy's personal hell here in the news. This is what the C-SPAN headline. From the digital headline. headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. I'm so sorry. I forget yeah. there's a transition. Yeah, no problem. Just, just jump in anyways. Uh, so the C-SPAN headline literally right now is Rep. Kevin McCarthy appears not to have the votes. Six speaker vote possible today. 
I'm so obsessed. It's so great. I hope this just goes on forever. I like how long did they do the furlough like in 2013? I hope it's that many days. However many days they had the furlough under Trump. I hope it's that many days. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Don't I, pay them. Do they get paid? They're not, they're not, they're not initiated. Don't pay them. <laughs> I, I, I would go with sworn in, but well, let's let's go with deep fake cabal terminology. Initiated, <laughs> they are initiated into the House of Representatives. <laughs> They're voting um, again right now. It's very funny. Oh, oh vote number six! Lucky number yeah. six. Can't um, wait till we get to seventeen. Oh my god! Yes, what if he wins? Well, he's 15? about to get to sixty-nine. <laughs> We're gonna win more. Well, after after vote <laughs> after vote six, that's gonna have after like the twelfth vote fails. QAnon's gonna come up with QAnon's gonna come up with that the seventeenth vote was when Trump will become speaker. <laughs> that will be that, that that'll be their new thing. That like after the sixteenth vote, Trump is gonna storm in on his white oars and just take the speakership. Yeah. The, uh, the the thing that's like so funny to me about that is that anyone. And I've I've been saying this for a while, and it's because it's true. The speakership is the one job in the universe that Trump does not want, and it is also the one job (laughs) Republicans cannot give him because literally he'll quote unquote play nice for like two days about impeaching Harris and Biden, and then after two days he'll just be like, "Hey, are you guys going to kill them so I can be president again? Come on, let's go, let's do this." (laughs) Hashtag Second Amendment. Hashtag President Trump, and. All, and then basically all the media is going to be like, yo, uh, any Republican within 100 feet of me, do you condone President uh, Pres- uh, Speaker Trump calling for the murder of the president and vice president? And they'll be like, I didn't see that tweet. I don't know what you're talking about. They run away. Like everyone just hiding as the Speaker of the House is just actively calling for the murder of everyone ahead of them in the line of succession. And it, <laughs> like, it's just going to be like, man, um... And it's like uh, President Biden has remained locked in the White House for day 200 now because uh, the speaker is trying to kill him. And the Republican Party is so spineless, they won't call it out. They're just like, look, Trump has a First Amendment right to, um, no, actually, he doesn't. That's not protected speech to call for the murder of the president. They they did a bit on it in the state back in the 90s or whenever the state was actually popular. I don't remember what that time of life was. So, um, but that's what his dumb, smooth brain would do. And the other thing is, is that like people would vote against him. It would make him mad. He would literally just do nothing but tweet all day about representative so-and-so voted for this terrible thing. And I am mad at them because I am dumb and small and angry and stupid. And also your speaker, because I was your president. (laughs) You should all be ashamed of the fact that I'm involved in American politics. (laughs) Update. He does not appear to have the votes possible today. <laughs> oh God! If if this was a professional podcast, if I had any, if I had any will within me whatsoever, I would have absolutely have like like grabbed that clip from the Hamilton song of "You Don't Have the Votes" and just like played that constantly during this bit because it's just so it's so ridiculous. I like how some people were like openly saying yesterday like they were bored like some of the reps they were like we're bored we want to go home (laughs) yeah (laughs) governing is hard 
completely. I just agree. want I just want to go on Fox News and talk about how lips of TikTok is awesome and how much I just hate LGBTQ plus people. I just want to be a bigot. I just want to be a bigot and get money. Come on, hook me up. A bunch of the people that are doing the um, anti McCarthy uh, stuff today are the it's Gosar and Biggs. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, and God. our new guy, Eli Crane, who that um, is the seat that Ron was running for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. If only we had Ron's sizzling charisma in the House of Representatives. Oh, that reminds me as a uh, adjunct, this probably should have been in the bouche, but I'm just going to throw this in there real quick. Uh, Jim, Jim Watkins 1-6 testimony declared that he thought that QAnon was a left-wing plot by Media Matters for America and George oh. Soros. And it's yeah. like, so so Jim, why was why did you let Q post on your board then? You control that board. You, you could have just flipped. You could have been like, hey, George Soros and Media Matters, go fuck yourselves and just flip the switch and no more Q. Left-wing plot defeated. Are you saying you were in on it? Are you getting that Soros money, Jim? Like, what's going on, buddy? I can't believe that uh, Alex Kaplan would work with Jim Watkins like that. I'm so surprised. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Hey, we're, we're going to have to go to Alex Kaplan. Alex, what are you doing to us, buddy? Why are you in bed with Jim Watkins? I mean, come on. <laughs> What's going on? You, you, you're driving traffic to Aikun. This seems uh, disingenuous. <laughs> seems I do like, the, a- like that he like called the uh, Pensatrader still. He's like, he still <laughs> had to get that out. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like so many people pled the fifth on like everything and he's like i still gotta i still gotta get this out <laughs> he still does not have the courage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> god if i was mike pence i would name my memoir the courage that's what yes. i would yes. if that <sighs> man if that man had any wit any charisma any. about him anything oh my god that should that that is I would I would both ironically and almost unironically buy a Pence twenty twenty four t shirt <laughs> if it's if if his slogan was the courage to lead. <laughs> uh yo, whoever's trying to run the Pence twenty twenty four campaign, if you are not using that as your slogan, you are wrong. Mike Pence, yeah. hire me, even though I already gave it to you for free. You owe me a check because that shit would be incredible. <laughs> I'm gonna make those shirts. I'm gonna make a draft Mike Pence movement. <laughs> draft. Draft. We should draft him to something. Yes, but I'm saying like I'm just gonna make Pence 2024 T-shirts that are just gonna say the courage to lead, and just see how many people buy them, both ironically and unironically. Ironically, will outnumber unironically ten to one. I will wear it to CPAC. Yes. <laughs> yes. One hundred percent. God, uh, I'm gonna have to make a Zazzle store. This sucks, or Redbubble, or wherever it is, wherever grifters go to make their T-shirts. I'm gonna get it on the grift T-shirt market. Oh, that reminds me, uh, Julian's Rum, another QAnon grifter, is now selling T-shirts somewhere. And my favorite thing he did was he made a shirt that was like uh, the number 45 and some oranges behind it, and people were like, "Oh, I love it. The reference is so subtle." And the guy was like, and and Julian and Julian was like, oh, I like making I like making stuff that like people won't get, so you don't get shivved by some crazy leftist. And I'm like, I work in a casino. <laughs> a thing that happens. Yeah, I work <laughs> yeah, in a casino in the, 
in the very in the very beating heart of liberal America. And people walk into my casino all the time with fucking Joe Biden is a piece of shit shirts. <laughs> um, Joe and the hoe got to go hats. Um, like, uh, let's go Brandon shirts. All fuck of it. Biden. I like the uh, classic yeah. fuck Biden. <laughs> we have a guy who's a regular and he wears a hat and the hat is, the hat's got like, it's one of those hats where just the, the, the slogan is just a badge on the side. It's not like a centered MAGA slogan. It's a little circle badge. And that circle says on it, fuck your masks and your vaccine. <laughs> and, it, and it's just like, you, you know, right wingers really aren't shy about things. They're not too worried about catching a shiv between the ribs from some crazy liberal. Yeah. Julian, your target audience wants to be offensive. People wear that shit as a tribal sign of solidarity. They they, they love they, merch. Right. They love merch. They love, they love merch. They love merch. They love wearing merch to let people know, like, I'm a piece of shit and I want other pieces of shit to have solidarity with me, a piece of shit. So, it's, and, and it happens all the time. I Like, people wear a MAGA hat at the poker table and then, like, after 20 minutes, and shockingly, this is all white men saying it to each other. A guy's like, hey, man, love your hat, MAGA. And the other guy's like, <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you guys are witty speaking in your white man code. <laughs> I don't, I, I had. I would no never idea. get it. I would never know. I'm like, super like, brave. Oh, so <laughs> and that's the thing is because I'm a white guy, I get invited into the white guy club by a lot of people because they just think that, like, I'm with them. And because I'm an employee, I laugh and chuckle and just sort of give them the bro fist. And then after they walk away, I cry a lot and then have to take a long shower after my shift is over. But I mean, it's just it's just so funny. You should be the next infiltrator, the next oh. MAGA infiltrator. Oh, God. oh, um, it's fine. French retired. <laughs> I would not say I'm retired so much as I was strong armed into retirement by fortune. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, is that I'm probably unknown enough that I could do it for a while. And then eventually some people will be like, Hey, wait a minute. That's poker. What the fuck? Why are you talking to him? He's bad. <laughs> Cause, uh, we can dress you up. Yeah, I'm sure you could, but I, I, I would, I would have to wear something because of the fact that I, I did appear for 45 seconds on good morning America. So, I mean, I was uh, on CNN. Yeah. Before. I yeah. I know. They are so left. stupid. They are so dumb. Yeah. Just get regular glasses. They'll be completely confounded. They won't know what's going on. Get the pit vipers. Never take them off. I I just turned into Clark Kent on the podcast. (laughs) Wow. Totally. Now now I'm back to Superman. One of the guys who regularly harasses me, Vishbara, he used to follow me on Twitter before I went undercover because I recorded Joey Salads acting like an idiot here in dc and put it on twitter and i said look at this fucking moron everybody and he was joey zalas's campaign manager we used to fight on twitter before i went undercover and this motherfucker has no idea who i was so these people are not yeah they're not that good Mm-mm, no people are very dumb is the one thing that i've learned about the, the world and one thing that i've also learned is that people don't really have a very good memory for the terrible shit they do <laughs> because i have had like unbelievably bad interactions with customers and then they've come back like a month or so later and they talk to me like nothing ever happened <laughs> like 
I, a million years ago in my life, had a player grab his cards and they were, we were, they were playing seven card stud back in the ancient times, back in the, before <laughs> time, back before man stole fire from the gods. And there was a poker game that was not Texas Hold'em. So this man had uh, six whole poker cards in front of him. He grabbed all of them, threw them at my head and screamed, you fucking suck because I didn't give him the card he needed. And he stormed out. And somehow a month later, they let him back in the building. And not only did they let him back in the building, they made me deal to him. And he had no he had no reaction to me whatsoever for the half hour we dealt. I just dealt to him. Nothing. <laughs> well, he does that every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just throws cards at people and swears at them and storms out of buildings constantly. Yeah, that's just that's just his life. And it's and it's just that that's kind the of same. thing. Well, yeah. Like um, we had a um, we had a we had a dealer. And again, uh, America, uh, we had a dealer um, that was going to go to a table to deal some blackjack. And he looked at me and said, I'm not going to that table. And management knows I'm going to go to that table. But it's been it's on the it's on the list of things I have to do. The string is what we call it in the casino industry. And I was like, I'll make sure this is going to happen. And I walked over to the manager and I said, uh, the dealer on that uh, table over there is going to that blackjack table next. And he says, he's not going there. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, we know, we know We're going to switch it around. We're going to move it around. And I'm like, so what's the deal there? <laughs> and uh, he kicked the shit out of some woman at the table, losing hand after losing hand, tw- pulling 21s out of his ass. Like you read about. And uh, in her frustration, uh, she told him to go back where he came from. Oh shit. That's that, punching. That's punching that, words. Great. Right. That was, uh, yeah, that was that was the exact terminology she used. So, yeah, so he does not deal to her. And the thing is, she she's just playing blackjack, just living a life, totally oblivious to what a monster she is. Just doesn't even care. Not a thought in the world. And that's, that's just the way this Not right on her fucking head. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just, just awesome. Just awesome stuff. So, yeah, that was uh, super deluxe, awesome, great, good. I'm very happy about all of it. <laughs> how did we go? From, how did we get to hear from Kevin McCarthy? Who cares? Um, Kevin- I don't know, but uh, six. Uh, he ha- he does not have the votes, and we are going to have a, a six speaker vote today. We are uh, having a six what? vote today. Wait, isn't that what they're doing right now? No, it's. I think no. that. I th- no, they. He lost the fifth. Now they're doing the sixth. They're going to do the yeah, sixth. They're possibly. doing it now, right? Yeah. yeah. Haley, Haley was so excited about him losing that last vote. She like almost ate the microphone. <laughs> that was, I'm going to have to do some, uh, my, I might have to do some noise reduction in post because you were like, breaking news. Kevin <laughs> loses again. That dumb piece of shit, which is he's, awesome. Yeah, he's he's not doing good. I thought they were finished with it. Sorry. I um, 20 I minutes that. ago. Says he yeah. just lost the fifth vote for speaker. Well, they're uh, still doing right. So Donald's is at like sixteen votes now. Yeah, cool. What's, Love what's that. Really, what's really funny is if you like read old timey presidential conventions, like all kinds of like super bizarre shit happens. Like um, the Republican election, the Republican prime uh, convention of eighteen eighty. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant was actually going to run for a third term. He he had he had dipped out for a term, but now he's like, ah, eh, two consecutive. Now I can have a third, right? 
and Grant was running for a third term. And he had he had the most he had the majority, but there was an anti-Grant block that was against him, and I I forget the name of the guy that was the candidate, and the two of them deadlocked, and James Garfield was getting one vote the entire time, and then like on like the fifteenth or sixteenth ballot, suddenly Garfield got like twenty votes, and then everyone was like, oh shit. Garfield's a play we could make here. And then Garfield won on like the next ballot. Like he went from like one, 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 five, four, one, 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 twenty, four hundred, boom. <laughs> and then he became president and then he got shot. So, uh, wow. Damn. Damn. If, if, Do- if that happens to Donald, it's very much like that tweet from like 2016 where it's like, this is terrible for our country, but it's tremendous content. Yes. Yep, Donald's speaker of the house right. because that guy is a fucking moron. So, <laughs> he sucks. Donald You're in sucks. DC. You should run. Uh, anyone can be speaker, Haley. You yeah, yeah, but just see you. You're right there. Go. I'm saying go down there right now. Like run down uh, there. I can't. Laura Loomer's there. She posted <laughs> on Twitter this morning harassing AOC. But yeah, I'm sure Matt Gates break down those love. doors right now, live on this podcast, and get in there. I had a directive to recruit Matt Gates and his staffers. I don't think that they're going to forget about that. <laughs> I feel like Matt Gates lead the coalition against me. Also, also, I mean, it is way too old for for, uh, for Gates. So true. Yeah. We all are. Everybody in here. Everyone. Oh, I. I We're all I am adults in, in here. Yes. Oh, no I, one's I, in high school. No, <laughs> it's the middle of the no. the weekday. We'd have to yeah. be in high school. Yes, we, we we would be in class right now if we were if we if we were prime Gates age. Learning geometry. It's lunchtime though, you know. Break lunch break. You That's never true. know. But I oh, actually, high school got out like ten minutes ago. Here. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Come on, high schoolers. Mad dad. Mad dad. Yeah, just distract Matt Gates long enough so we can fucking have somebody else win the speakership. Like it'll be like pro wrestling, where like instead of like the the evil heel manager of the megaphone or the evil sexy female manager that distracts the guy, it'll just be like a teenager that Matt Gates will that will wander in the Matt Gates' field of vision and he will turn his head, and the next thing you know is McCarthy is speaker. And like, wait, no, no, ah, darn you, darn you, McCarthy, and you're, you're hoodwinking of me, you scallywag, you, you, you don't even you have will. to, like, subject a person to it, you just play the school bell, and he'll, like, <laughs> like yeah, Pavlov yeah. dog start running out. <laughs> and Pav- Pavlov jumped right into my head immediately, you were, you were so there, oh, Haley still gets me. Donald is up to 19 votes now, and he got 20 last time. So oh. I don't know where they are because New York Times' app is kind of uh, sucking. Yeah, but so it says 19 it would on my be, screen. What if, he gets, what if he gets 21 this time? What if there's enough people left? He gets 21. I don't know. Come on. Let's get a little build it. Let, let, let's, let's, get, let, let's get some momentum for the Donald, the Donald juggernaut. <laughs> Oh, God. I posted this video on Twitter earlier today, but when I was at Trump's Doral, he gave a little speech. He walked out with sunglasses on and he was like, black people have swag and I'm here. So now white people can have swag, too. And all the geriatric white people around me lost their minds at how cool he was. And it was really embarrassing for me. I wanted to die. It was like <laughs> really bad. <laughs> so that's all I could think about when I see him. 
Is that like desperate, <laughs> desperate plea? He's, he's just like, hey, hey, white people, I will give you swag if you like me. It's like, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Hey, hey white, white white people won't like won't like black people even if they give them health care. Oh, we had a black <laughs> president. We had a, we had a black president who was like, "Yo, white people, I'll give you health care." They're like, "We will fight you tooth and nail. We will do everything we can to deny ourselves health care because it's actually evil for yeah. it's actually evil to give you health care." Right. And so this is why I use my state exchange and not that Obamacare bullshit. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, I'm on the Affordable Care Act. I I ain't touching that Obamacare shit. <laughs> <laughs> American politics, high-minded and erudite. So smart. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm I'm we're just I'm just gonna spitball here for the moment. Are we in the sixth vote or is is it ongoing? No, we're we... st- we're still in the fifth. No, it's fifth. Oh, we're still we're still it's in impossible. The fifth. Uh, but, well, it, it, well, if Donald has got 19, then McCarthy is not going to get the record yeah. number of votes needed. Oh, yeah. They I were like stormed out, 14 actually. names in. Before. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, so many of the early people in the alphabet vote, um, you know, for Donald's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he definitely doesn't have enough. And I think he may have stormed out, but I'm not. That is not confirmed. I, but, I it, yeah, the, the six vote is going to happen. I hope it's he's crying fun. in the bathroom. Oh, he, he he really should be. I mean, his his life. Just think of like all the things he did to try to get this jo- this job, and it's it, it, and it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen for him. I mean, he he kissed every ass he possibly could. He did everything in his power to beg and plead with these people and they're just like nope we're not giving you the gavel you're you're just not going to win it will not happen why did marjorie taylor green switch to him uh i don't know i really yeah, I don't, don't know either. yep i re- i have no idea why she um decided to uh like do this thing. it's really odd it's just very odd that um she's like breaking away from Bobert and Gates and all these other clowns to like be the quote unquote serious somber QAnon nut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, what I was going to mention, because I love, I, I always love bringing up the election of 1800, the greatest American election of all time, uh, because we had to amend the constitution after we fucked it up so bad. Uh, basically that was back when we didn't have the ticket that we have now where you have uh, Trump Pence running against Biden Harris. Instead, it was just first place gets the presidency and second place gets the vice presidency, which meant we had four years of Jefferson hoping Adams would drop dead because he fucking hated him. And then when the next should have stayed, I think it would have been way more fun. Uh, No, it wouldn't have because we would have Vice President Trump right now actively calling for President Biden's murder every single day. I would have gotten this far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 incumbent President Trump would have been calling for President-elect Biden's murder every single day. I think there would be a lot of dead presidents and vice presidents in there. (laughs) Yeah, the the ticket gives us a nice little buffer where it's like if you actually want to murder your way into the presidency, you have to kill two different people. It's tougher that way. It's a it's a sort of coup insurance, unless you're John F. Kennedy and you stupidly uh, stupidly make your 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 assassin the vice president. 
that's not actually true, but that's what you conspiracy theorists think. And you think Lyndon Johnson murdered his way in. So I'm just, I'm, I'm humoring you. I'm an Oswald did it guy. And I always will be <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just, just creating uh, Amanda and Haley watching me making this lovely straw man that I'm now arguing and yelling at. <laughs> Violent, aggressive way possible. But Basically, in 1800, it was still under the uh, president first, vice president second uh, system. And the people that were going to vote for Jefferson were like, okay, Aaron Burr did a lot of good work uh, rigging New York for us. So we're going to give him the vice presidency. So one person, don't vote for Burr. And they never locked down who was going to be that person. So they all voted for Jefferson and they all voted for Burr. So it was a tie. And then they were like, okay, Burr, you, you, you know the drill here. Uh, Jefferson's supposed to be president, so you're vice president, so accept your job. And Burr was like, eat a bowl full of dicks. Um, I have as much claim to the presidency as Jefferson. Woo, President Burr. And uh, it took Congress 36 ballots to finally give the presidency to Jefferson. It got thrown to the House of Representatives, and a lot of them were like, hey, let's fuck him over. Let's give it to Burr. We, we know that's what they don't want. We're going to do it anyways because we hate Jefferson. And then one thing led to another, and they begrudgingly, through gritted teeth, gave Jefferson the presidency. And then everyone was like, well, we can't fucking do that again. And they quickly amended the Constitution to create the uh, ticket system where we did not have vice presidents trying to up-jump their way to the presidency, either by the House of Representatives or murder, which was probably what was going to happen. So as you were saying that story, um, Occupy Democrats tweeted, ooh, breaking. What, Lauren Bobert stabs Kevin McCarthy. And I guess the influence of your story, I was like, what? But she stabbed him in the back, so metaphorically. But you got me all like pumped up for some real drama. I was like, wow. Well, well, well that's on you for believing Occupy Democrats. They're fucking the biggest. Oh, like meetings. you can't see that crazy bitch. She just got those uh, metal detectors <laughs> taken out. She's probably yes. got a nail oil on her. <laughs> I could see her doing it. It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Oh, God. Is it ever? Is it ever? If, o- if only we could have been so lucky as to have had actual, <laughs> actual, like, slave- slavery guy smashing a- abolitionist with a cane on the floor of the Senate. <laughs> violence like we did back in the pre-Civil War days. No, these are like two slavery guys squabbling over how many people qualify as slaves. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. They're doing race science on the slaves and stabbing each other. That's what's happening. <laughs> Uh, so uh, as uh, Kevin McCarthy's political career, Kevin McCarthy's political career may be over by the time you listen to this. But, uh, <laughs> but um, mo- moving along to more somber news uh, on on the old Monday Night Football, we had a uh, terrible event happen where uh, Demar Hart- uh, Hamlin, a safety for the Buffalo Bills, was uh, tackling a player on the Cincinnati Bengals. And then he got to his feet, and then he fell down. And uh, me, uh, a dum dum, thought it was a concussion or something. And the next thing you know, uh, the game's called off, and uh, he's fighting for his life due to a uh, cardiac event. And if you are one of normal, polite society, this was a tragedy. This was a terrible, scary, horrible event. Uh, you may have gone to uh, Hamlin's GoFundMe, which was about a, for a toy drive in Buffalo to help out underprivileged families uh, provide for Christmas. And uh, now there's over like four and a half million dollars being donated to that because that was what uh, Damar Hamlin was trying to do to be a good egg in this world. 
and all of that kind of stuff um, is what uh, normal, rational humans in the face of a terrible event do. There is empathy. There is solidarity. There is compassion. You rally around it. But when you have those sections of your brain baked out of your skull by conspiracy theories and you see a man fall over on your television and na on national TV and maybe die, you don't think any of those things. You think, vindication, baby! It was the clot shot that got him! And you run the social media to tell everybody what a fucking horrible monster you are. And you clack away on those keys and you let everybody know, hashtag died suddenly, hashtag I'm a monster, hashtag my family doesn't talk to me. All of these huh. things. And holy shit. Uh, QAnon, QAnon could not wait. Could not wait to let everybody know exactly what happened and why it happened. And um, and the thing is, is that those people were willing to just go straight to the straight to the source. Just boom, vaccine did it. That's it. Case closed. Then you had the sacks of shit like Charlie Kirk and Dr. Drew who understand the importance of dog whistles and they were, and they would post on social media. Oh, it's so tragic to see another healthy young man suddenly collapse on the field. Die like, suddenly. <laughs> Get it? It's oh, like the movie. It's like, it's like yeah, oh, I'm so subtle and clever. Oh, I'm Charlie Kirk, the cleverest boy in all the world. Hashtag died suddenly. Hashtag Stu Peters. Hashtag died suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> they really are like the masters of you know not being in your face it's great, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh god just oh man it's like what what subtle context i have no idea what you're trying to say it's just and, uh T tucker carlson decided to go all uh basically just asking questions where he was just like look it could have been the blow to his chest that everyone saw him take that could have triggered this, much as other people have randomly suffered these kinds of things. Uh, Chris Pronger was a guy who uh, pointed out that like he suffered an incident like this. Um, someone, uh, a, a random dude. It, it, this was on. This was a uh, someone was doing commentary for it. I think it was like college baseball or something. But some umpire in a game literally took a foul ball to the chest. And did and did a face forward face plant on the ground, and he said that basically like hitting hitting his chest like restarted his heart when he hit the ground, and he just like woke up. But like the foul ball actually triggered the uh, a, a cardiac arrest, and uh, that video was the same thing. It was like, oh my god, this umpire is fainted. Oh, okay, he's okay now. <laughs> but it was just like, um, this uh. Tucker Carlson just being like, oh, it could have been the hit, it could have been the vaccine, but we don't know which is which. And it's just, like, I just heard that shit, and beyond the fact that Tucker Carlson's an absolute, like, fucking monster, it, 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 this is literally evolution versus creationism, where it's like, now all the evidence points to the fact that this man suffered a blow to the chest, but what if in my fantasy land it was the vaccine that did it? Aren't these two equally important competing theories that we need to take seriously? It's like, no, no, we don't, Tuck Tuck. We don't have to take these competing theories seriously at all because any person with fucking eyes would have seen that guy got hit, guy got up, the guy fell down. And that was what happened. And as uh, some people have pointed out, if you had my myocarditis, if you actually had an inflamed heart, 
you would not be running around playing football. That you wouldn't be healthy enough to be running around doing that because your heart would be like, yo, yo, buddy, chill, chill, dial it down a little bit. Because um, there was this, uh, there's a wrestler, uh, Keith Lee, who um, was not wrestling for a very long time. And when he came back from wrestling, Keith Lee is a what we would call a husky dude. He's like, probably like 320 when he's like trim. But like when he came back to wrestling, he weighed like around like 350 or so. And people were like, ooh, Keith, you might need to get back in the gym there, buddy. You're getting kind of chubby. And uh, I believe Keith's wife like posted on social media that while he had myocarditis from a bad case of COVID, like anything that elevated his heart rate could kill him. Like literally anything. So like, no, he couldn't get on the treadmill. He literally couldn't work out until his heart like, stop being so swollen he couldn't use his heart in any like actually strenuous activity because it was potentially lethal so no he did not have uh vaccine induced myocarditis that then became a heart attack randomly on the field for no reason and um right at that exact moment that he smashed in new right exactly it's like it's It's so weird that the myocarditis waited for him to tackle a guy and take a shoulder to the chest right before it happened. It's just like that movie, Died Suddenly. (laughs) (laughs) The the pregnant pause before the Died Suddenly was so perfect. You you may have a future in the podcasting industry. Oh, my God. I... Uh, I'm just really glad that like died suddenly didn't get anywhere near the traction of like pl- uh, pandemic or fall cabal or any the of that. Snake other venom shit. one. You remember the snake venom one? Yes, Sleep yes, Peter just sucks. Yes, yes, this yes, shit is Peter. mid. Yep. Stop. Peter's mid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really, didn't expect, I really didn't expect a mid attack on Stu Peters, but <laughs> both deserved and uh, well executed. So I, I salute you for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it is it's just so funny the way that like um the these people just it's so wild to live in a world where validation is the only thing that matters to you like just that that's it that you couldn't wait like five minutes to just jump on social media and start screaming about this and just just be like just just these people showing their asses as quickly and as aggressively as humanly possible about their dumb agenda. Uh, I I, I said this on Twitter, but it's like the people that will tell you not to politicize guns after a mass shooting in a school are the exact (laughs) same people that are just like, "Eh, vaccine killed this guy. Absolutely. No doubt about it. When it's my agenda, I will politicize the fuck out of it. When it's your agenda, you're not allowed to say shit. So you, you you be quiet there, person who thinks that this guy with a gun killing a lot of people is a sign that maybe guns shouldn't be so easily obtainable and available. But uh, this guy falling down after a shoulder hit him in the chest, absolutely 100% vaccine related, and that's the hill I'll die on. And I got Tucker Carlson running interference for me. It's just I like saw that. people. I saw people like baking like why law enforcement was like outside the hospital. And they were like, it's because it's a big cover up. It's because they don't want you to know. It's because you don't want they they don't want you to know what the real truth is. The vaccine, his blood is probably filled with <laughs> whatever the fuck they, you know, blood clots. Um, and it's like, damn, these people really live in like X Files movie. They think just like 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining what these people... Oh, go ahead, Amanda. I mean, they hate the press. <laughs> like, the police are obviously there to keep the press out. Like, why? Also, like, crowds are, like, forming out there, like, fans. Like, people oh, yeah. the stadium and then immediately went outside the hospital. Like, particularly lunatic fans and press are going to be the two people who try to get inside. And maybe these assholes. Like, you know, you'd think they could draw in their minds, like... And and what and what do they what do they think they were going to do? Like if if law enforcement wasn't there, one of them was going to like run in like and, and check his blood, right? <laughs> like, and check, and check his blood. <laughs> you know, just run in, and of course, well, and, well, they're going to a they're going to run in and check his blood, and b they're going to confirm he's dead. There was like some sack of shit who I'm sure had like a fucking eight dollar paid for check mark who. <laughs> Posted a bunch of stuff on Twitter about like uh, Demar Hamlin has passed. Uh, I have oh. confirmed. I, I have confirmed it with people. He is one hundred percent dead. And and people like like what was funny is like usually pieces of shit like that have a kind of cur- have blocked so many people that their replies are kind of curated. But he was actually getting a lot of pushback. They were like, "Yo, motherfucker!" Like. Like let the let, let other people officially state this. Like you have no right fucking going around like the fucking standard chains of communication to make a claim like this. And the guy was just like, "I'm a dumb monster who wants clicks, so I don't give a shit. I'll just lie because I'm terrible." So it's like, man, man, you fucking terrible human beings. Uh, Do they think that in normal situations, it's not a celebrity could just go in and demand to like know? Excuse me, is someone vaccinated? Is someone what's in their blood? I just can't get over this. Like, yeah, yeah. When I went to the hospital for a broken leg, nobody even asked me if I was vaccinated. Nobody gave a shit. And that was the middle of 2021 or for broken arm. <laughs> from middle of 2021, nobody cared. Like, I can't. <sighs> yeah. Uh, excuse me, my political uh, motive, my political uh, ideology requires you to make massive HIPAA violations and tell me yeah. all sorts of personal details about people's health and their if vaccine my, stuff. If my best friend like passes out in front of me and I take her to the hospital, like they're not going to tell me what the fuck is wrong with her. She can't talk. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. Are they, what? What are they? I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the police are there to protect the sanctity of his blood secrets. Shut yes, up. absolutely. Yeah, because they think that fucking Jordan Sather or fucking Patel Patriot is just going to rush into the fucking room with a syringe and the doctors are going to be like, have at it! What, 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 like, there, there's going to be a fucking phlebotomist there with like the fucking uh, rubber tie. Help him get a vein. Like, tapping on the inside of their elbow, being like, here you go, here you go! Here's a, <laughs> nice, here's a nice rich vein for you, Matrix! And he like just pulls out all the clot-filled blood. Like, ah, ah, I knew it! I've done proved it. There's nothing but clots. Nothing but clots. <laughs> it's, 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 he's, he's got blood in his clot stream. I mean, it's just that, that that's just the way this works. Uh, it wasn't for those damn police. <laughs> Yo, oh, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. And the other thing about this that makes me laugh so much is it's like, okay, you are the deep state. You have, <laughs> depo- you're going to depopulate the world with your devastating clot shot. You know who I don't let take that shot? Professional athletes who are going to be performing on national television who might pass out in front of the world to expose my plot. Like, when you are a professional athlete on this team, they're going to be like, okay, so uh, here's the doctor you go to to get your vaccinations. 
Uh, you don't go to any other doctors. And um, now because this is the deep state and we are all cool, you've all uh, eaten the baby, except for the, the baby that Elon Trump and he didn't eat for some reason. But you've all eaten it. So you're all in on the you're all on point. You all know the mission. This doctor is going to give you a saline shot. You are not going to get the clot shot. So that way you guys can run around and play football and nothing bad will happen to you. And the sheep public will be incorrectly believing that the vaccine isn't harm, isn't dangerous. And in 2038 or whenever it is, we finally flip the switch. They'll all die and we'll all live in the World Economic Forum's utopian socialist paradise. It's going to be incredible. And then, unfortunately for those dum-dums, Damar uh, Hamlin missed the memo, went to CVS, got the wrong vaccine, and oh no, the jig is up. I mean, it's like... But that's what you think. It's like, they're throwing it in your face, you know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, nothing, <laughs> like nothing will make me howl in laughter more than, quote, they're throwing it in your face. Because... You're so bold. That was... I'm trying to remember when Katy Perry's halftime show was <laughs> because like, because every now and then that that would like that was that was always the big thing before QAnon and all. Yep. Oh yes. Oh god. My yes. cousins literally ran out. They're like, "Did you see? She did the Illuminati symbol." <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that Super Bowl. Yeah, but like because oh, I think Jay Z did it too one year. Oh well, Jay Z in that year. Well, Jay Z always did the. Uh, yeah, did that's that. just like his like. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I just looked but it up. It, it, it was in 2015, so it predated QAnon. But like that was the basically back in the day, the Super Bowl halftime show was the biggest thing in the Illuminati world. They loved the Super Bowl halftime show so much, and there were only and there was a heads you heads I win, tails you lose mentality to the Super Bowl halftime show, which was either a. The show is aggressively over the top Illuminati, in which case, quote, they're throwing it in your face. <laughs> and they're so bold. Tail, yes. And the Tales <laughs> of Loot side of it was that it was tamped down, that there wasn't that much satanic imagery because we're onto them and they know it. And they have to be quiet with their attempts to commune with Ball because otherwise they'll give away the game and expose themselves. So, and I. And that was, so the Katy Perry one was just over the top. Oh, they had got so much content out of that. And when when Lady Gaga was going to do the halftime show, she had always been the fucking high priestess of the Illuminati. They were, they were so <laughs> chomping, they were so chomping at the bit for Lady Gaga's halftime show. They were going to be out of their minds about it. And then um, even Alex Jones like came out and said that Lady Gaga's halftime show might be a satanic ritual. And then there was just very little Illuminati sim uh, symbolism in Lady Gaga's halftime show. They were very disappointed. Well, what, that is I, thanks I, to the brave digital soldiers who spoke out against it. Yes, you know? absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the tales you lose. But I watched, I watched so many videos of Illuminati Lady Gaga stuff after the halftime show, <laughs> and they were just like, "I got nothing." I got. I mean, it was. It was nice. It, 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 it was because they were because because there's um, this stuff is a game and there are uh, rules to the game and the various symbols like uh, pillars or Freemasonry a checkered board floor is Freemasonry, um, uh, lightning is a reference to Satan so is lions all kinds of and Lady Gaga just did none of it she just like did none of the shit they were looking for and they were just 
so sad. They were just like, man, we just didn't get a lot of Illuminati here. This is unfortunate. This is who's performing this year, Rihanna, right? Ah, uh, could be. I, th- I, I hope I she. It- I hope she hails Satan and freaks oh, them out. Yeah, that would be. Uh, How do we get Lil Nas X? Oh my god! Every oh. halftime show forever because yeah, the content yeah. tremendous. Oh. Yeah, uh, Rihanna will be the uh, Rihanna is the performer, and she's she's not quite a Katy Perry or Lady Gaga, but she's up there. She's pretty pretty Illuminati. She's like a seven on the scale of one to ten for how. <laughs> So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that because they haven't. They have not had a good halftime show in a while. Katy Perry was like the the pinnacle of just lunatic Illuminati. Just oh my god, my uh, my favorite guy because uh, I watched because I, I, I was into this shit before QAnon ever happened. I was monitoring these idiots for so long. My favorite guy did uh, a breakdown of the Katy Perry uh, halftime show. And this was seen on national television by everybody. And then when he got to the section where Lenny Kravitz did a duet with her, he put a lot of giant squares of where their bodies were. Cause they got, they were, they were too sexual and they're dancing and, and they're prancing around the stage. And that was too hot for his YouTube channel. He couldn't, he couldn't show you the general location of their pelvises in relation to each other. Because that would be uh, unchristlike, and it was like, dude, it was on national television. Like a hundred million people saw it. Like dial it back a little. <laughs> we, 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 we've already, we've already been, uh, we've already been tainted. We are no longer, we are no longer virginal in our Super Bowl halftime experience. You, you, you can't take us back to that more innocent time before Lenny Kravitz and Katy Perry were gyrating on stage. We can't, <laughs> we can't go back to the before times. The world has changed forever. So uh, it's just the they're just so desperate to be right about everything that just fucking uh, De- uh, Demar Hamlin is not even in the ambulance yet. Hashtag died suddenly. Got to get it out there. Got to let everybody know uh, for your QAnon promoter shit weasel uh, contest in the Matrix was the winner. He was the big QAnon promoter who just literally jumped off the couch and started banging away, died suddenly. Oh, my God. Boom. I can't believe my friend Jeff was an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. Breaks my heart. I, I I think so highly of Jeff. He's such a good egg, that good good old Jeffrey, who also has me blocked on Truth Social. I it makes me laugh so much that he. I, wow, I just, he won't even block me. <laughs> That's well, pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> uh, he, he's, he's he probably has a crush on you. Me, I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably not. He did type. say I was very good looking in the middle of his insult campaign. It was in between. She's an enemy <laughs> of the country. And she hangs out with that loser, Travis View. But oh. he said, like, Mick View or something. He would, like, try to make a pun, but it didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Way to, way to be awful at your insults there, Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, I, I love the fact that so many of these QAnon people are, you guys can't handle the facts, and in a debate you'd fall apart in no time at all. And I go on Truth Social where they attempted to dox me. Literally all they ever do is post photos of fat people. I'd be like, hey, Porker, is this you? Adam. Got him. Oh. 
And I'm just like, yeah, now can we talk about how Q's fucking wrong about everything? <laughs> and they're just like, can't talk about it because you're too fat, idiot. And I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. Now, <laughs> but like, there are just some of them who are like, nope, can't even talk to you. <laughs> I forget what I said to him. I said something to Matrix and he was just like, nope, blocked. And then he quote tweeted what I said and his quote tweet was blocked. He was just like, <laughs> that was literally like, blocked. When, when he gets accounts briefly, he always follows me back. So like th- this actually shocks me because he will say stuff about me on his live stream and then I'll tweet about what he has said about me on his live stream, directing it at him, and then he'll read it on his live stream. <laughs> like, we have conversations. So I'm, I'm actually shocked. I, I, I assumed he was just like, he loved a good fight is what I thought. I had no, no, no. Man, no. you must it, have really got under his skin. No, he, he just doesn't want to have sex with me. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> come on, come on, Jeffrey. Broaden your horizons. I'm a, I'm a big bearded bear. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Sad and lonely because his girlfriend left him because of all the QAnon stuff and she took the dogs. Aww. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It, well, well. Now, now the the harsh cruelty here is if he wants to listen to you, he has to listen to me. Just, <laughs> oh, I don't think he's interested in me. He he is in my article, my big article coming out. Oh God, <laughs> so I can't. I hope he name searches, but I only use his real. I only say Jeffrey Peterson. I don't. I don't. Oh, say he absolutely moniker. name searches. They all do. <laughs> and his name is like spelled weird, you know. So it's like better. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Peterson is too easy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's the uh, fucking worst, yeah. man. He sucks. You are you are to Jeffrey. You're the worst. Yeah. He will never love you, no matter how much no matter how much you dream of it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, so um, that whole whole ordeal aside, and hopefully we get more and more good news about Demar Hamlin's uh, condition. Uh, quote: The last reports I saw that the doctors see uh, promising signs from the tests they had done on him recently. So. Uh, Here's the hoping. Here's the hoping for all the best for that young man and that his uh, tragic, this tragic incident being used by shitheads uh, doesn't and doesn't end doesn't end up going badly. So fuck you, people. You're all monsters, and I hate you. Yeah. Um, donate and, to his toy drive. Yes, donate to the toy drive. Let's yeah. Get it up. To, get it up to seventeen million dollars, and thus make Demar Hamlin a digital soldier yeah. that they'll love. Then every child gets a toy. Yes. Uh, and we will conclude our uh, headlines with a the, op- the optimistic, cheerful uh, good news of the past week, which was the fact that uh, in Florida, uh, former disgraced Brazilian President Bolsonaro is busy eating at a KFC, while uh, Lula, who the QAnon was promising us was going to be removed by a military coup, or the vote fraud was going to be exposed, or something was going to happen... Um, not so much. Uh, Lula took the oath of office and is now officially the, uh, as they would say in the Twitter files, the sitting president of Brazil, because uh, it's very important. So if, if Elon shuts down uh, Lula's Twitter account, he can be yelled at for denying a sitting president uh, their Twitter, because that's what they love saying. Talabibi loves saying that in his fucking things about how a sitting president was taken away from Twitter. Uh, how much time did he have left in office? Twelve days. That's not the point. It's like, he's a short timer. He was going to spend half those days golfing, anyways. We really didn't need to read his tweets from the 18th hole in his remaining his remaining lame duckery. 
So whatever. And uh, beyond uh, Brazil, where, again, the military did not save democracy and now the deep state, the deep state's adrenochrome farms are are working uh, double time to make up for the lack of adrenochrome we were getting from Brazil during Bolsonaro's run. Uh, in the uh, burning hellscape of Arizona, which we talk about a lot because Haley's on this show, and also QAnon is apparently just ground zero for Arizona's ground zero for QAnon. Um, Katie Hobbs is now actually the governor of Arizona. That is a thing that happened. Carrie Lake, not the governor of Arizona. So you say. So I do. So I say. <laughs> yeah. That's yep, so it is. Yep, yes. yep. So it is. No <laughs> yeah. matter how angry they are. Um. Yep, she was sworn in. Uh, Monday. Yes, it was Monday, uh, January first is the. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Wednesday, but I but I saw the, the. Uh, tomorrow on Thursday they're having like a a, a more public ceremony, like uh-huh. one out on the like Capitol lawn. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, our uh, our governor Baker did his farewell address, and I. Think our new, I think our new governor is getting sworn in. Either got sworn in today or is getting sworn in tomorrow. And they were talking about like the whole like pageantry of the new uh, powerless figurehead of Massachusetts, which I love to talk about because um, we are controlled by our state congress. Our governor just signs the piece of paper they put in front of him or her. That's that's all you do as governor, and wear wear nice clothes and talk about snow emergencies when they happen. <laughs> but legislatively, you have no sway in this state. You are uh, just collecting a check. And if you're Mitt Romney, you use the title of governor to run for president and lose to Barack Obama. So, confabulations, Elizabeth Girth. You did a great job not winning the presidency, Mitt. But yeah, Katie Hobbs, your governor of Arizona. Suck it, QAnon. You lose. Uh, I, I saw our friend from earlier, Praying Medic, talking about how back in the day there was an illegitimate governor of Arizona for over a year. Yep, they're was- obsessed with that. The even the like Katie or the Carrie Lake War Room has like mentioned that. So it's in Carrie lore right now. It, it, <laughs> they're gonna hold out for. They're gonna two more weeks for at least another year. Uh, the moment you said that in Carrie lore, all I could think of was Carrie non. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. dude. Also, because like not that many people care anymore. Like every, a lot of people moved on. But uh, the main uh, 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 Tracy Beans is obsessed Ugh. with the Carrie Lake trial. So the Carrie Lake account and like a couple AZ GOP people just keep sharing Tracy Beans stuff because she's the only person that really gives a shit at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I hate what you're saying. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> also, some dude from like Tim Pool's show. <laughs> you know, hard hitting journalist Tim Pool guy. I have no or, idea. Or is it the lunatic they sent out to follow Kanye to Los Angeles? Maybe that follow one. up with. What's his name? Because that guy sucks. I can't remember. I just call him, I call him the Kanye lunatic. He does not he did not have many Twitter followers, I don't think. I I'll get it to you later. Tim Pool journalist guy. <laughs> bad writer is yeah the, they call him i'm just journalist guy yeah um <sighs> but yeah carrie's uh, uh abe hamaday for attorney general is challenging his race again it was just announced today and oh, yeah. carrie said she's I, taking all the supreme stuff. court so we're getting more uh, we're, losses. Yep, yeah, we're getting more. We're getting more grifting for lawsuits that will result in failure because that's literally all these people have. Uh, like, so- um, she has like 
a million still on hand from her actual uh, election. <laughs> and <laughs> Lindell is paying for her shit anyway, and she's still asking for money. The grift is strong. Oh, God. Well, uh, damn it. That was supposed to be a high note to get us to the mailbag. Now you're bumming me out. Oh, uh, but fucking she loses, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. On to the mailbag on a high note, the way we were envisioning it before. <laughs> Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, so Daniel asks, have you noticed people leaving QAnon? What do they talk about now that Trump has failed them and embarrassed them nonstop? What is their new plan? And then as a comment, he adds, BTW, I love Amanda and Arizona right wing watches guests. Hands making a heart emoji. Oh, my God. We yeah. love you. <laughs> we love all listeners, unless you commit horrible crimes that I do not endorse. But I mean, thank you for listening. Yes. yes. We love you with that caveat. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. She's she's my lawyer. <laughs> we love you unconditionally. Conditions apply. There's some conditions that apply, but I do love you for listening. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll go first in the sense that I, I feel like QAnon has, is losing momentum. I feel like the people that are in the movement, it's really hard to leave a movement like this once you are in a movement like this. I think that like once you are pilled, getting out of that is tough. But new recruiting is not a easy thing for them to do. I remember like a year or so ago, like Pepe lives matter had a thing where he was like, when did you get pilled? And it was basically like before, before the pandemic, during the pandemic or after the pandemic. And after the pandemic was like the massive loser, like basically everyone got in either pre COVID or during the lockdowns. And then after that, there really wasn't this, inciting factor to bring people into the movement. There wasn't this thing that could hook you into buying into their bullshit. And if you think about 2023, it's going to suck. There's no, there's no election that matters. Like all that's going to happen is the house is going to do some dumb, meaningless investigations that are going to go nowhere. Like nothing in 2023 is going to move the needle unless something crazy happens. So it's like, like, I I forget who it was. It might, it might have been beer on the parade, but some QAnon promoter was like, I'm okay with waiting until 1-2025 as long as once Trump's hands off the Bible, they start cuffing and stuffing everybody. And I'm like, you're putting this thing off two fucking years? Like, you're really <laughs> just going to just drag this shit out? And it's like, of course you are. You're a grifter. You need attention and people following you. And you know you don't have a payoff, so you gotta you got to drag it out. But, like... There were so many QAnon followers that were mad when Trump just said, when Trump was like, I got my big announcement coming. And it was just like, I'm running for president. Like, because people want it now. They want to pay off. They've been invested for like five fucking years. And now they got to wait two more? Bullshit. So, I mean, like, I think my favorite part of that was like clandestine, uh, the biolabs idiot. He was literally like, if Trump just declares he's running for president, that is not enough. We need more. And then like a month later, he just talked himself right back into just being another sheep, just getting right back on the movement. And it was like, dude, fucking have to stand for you, stand your ground, fucking fight, argue. And he's like, nope, just going to be a cowardly little bitch. Just get me, stamp my little feet about Trump not doing enough. But now I got to do my thing because I'm the bio labs guy and I have nothing better with my life. So this is the bed I've made for myself. Now I got to lay in it. And it's just like, 
great. Congratulations. You're just a, another sad anon who's never going to get the payoff, like all of you. So I do think that, like, again, leaving, not so much joining. That's the real the, – the, the forward momentum of QAnon is stalled. And the, other, the last thing I'll say here before I fucking stop talking so that my co-host can speak is just <laughs> that um, – the thing about QAnon, the reason why it got bigger than the Illuminati and all this stuff is because of the false hope, because you had a protagonist who was going to save the world and defeat the deep state and do good things. And now you don't really have that. You have Trump hanging out at Mar-a-Lago, uh, whining about maybe being indicted soon, pouting about Kevin McCarthy not winning the speakership. Like the the hero of the story is weak and feeble at this point, and whatever he like he's done a six minute video and a five minute video recently, and the number of cuts in those videos is terrifying. Like some of those videos are literally Simpsons level sweet can, where they're just like editing together the dumb shit he says to try to make it flow, and it's like. Honestly, I don't know that Trump's going to be a candidate in 2024 just due to health reasons. He just looks like shit. He and looks it's like, like shit. <laughs> he looks so bad. <laughs> he's just, he just looks like shit. He looks like he's struggling through these like pre-recorded five-minute speeches. And then you're going to add the stress of him get, like fighting all these legal things. Even if he's not indicted, the specter of indictment is going to be over him all year long. And it's just it's just really unconducive to a guy in his mid seventies who's morbidly obese, like just having that gumption to go out and start like shaking hands and kissing babies and macking all over America. So yeah, I I feel like that they're they're trending towards a more darker, sadder Illuminati future, which is both troubling for what the people that are believing in it and bad for their recruitment goals. So that's where I'm at, and I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> well, you're the QAnon expert, Mike. Do you think that, like, um, there's kind of elements of QAnon that have just seeped into, like, the general political discourse, like, that we're kind of stuck with now? Like, I, with I, like the Balenciaga thing, you know, that wasn't started by a QAnoner, exactly. But it kind of like grew into this kind of QAnon feeling well, thing. Well, I think election denial is something that's going to be mainstream. I think like I think a lot of things are going to like the the amount of anti-vax we have now. But the, the but the thing is that's so annoying about all of it is that it's mostly just QAnon sort of. Um, grabbing on to the conspiracy of the day like as you like i, I don't know like the, the actual like how the start of balenciaga went but i know the moment it got hot QAnon grabbed it and ran with it like liz croken like does nothing but post balenciaga is pizzagate like literally every other post she has on truth social is just that she's just obsessed with turning balenciaga into pizzagate and it's all the same thing and blubity blobity so yeah yeah and you kind of uh, see that in like mainstream people like charlie kirk you know yeah, like, oh yeah. They're not necessarily like QAnon influencers, but yeah, but Charlie Kirk's out there telling us it's like that movie died suddenly. <laughs> it's like, just... Died suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Cleodora Silvestri, uh, Hell World's Grand Inquisitor, asks, "What is the funniest piece of Q merch you've come across so far?" 
Oh my god. Oh, funniest. Yeah, funniest. Yes. Oh, geez. Well, I do. I I talked about this last week. I got this like squeezy Trump. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I didn't show Amanda so she could see. Look, his eyes squeeze um, out. Move, move, move him over, though. You're you're out of shot. Get, I, get I can see. I love yeah. him. Yeah, that's yeah. so great. He's he's cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got a key ring on him. Yeah, it's a keychain, but I keep him at my desk. Yeah, I got a lot of like. I got a, like a lot of MAGA stuff, so I get a lot of free shit. Um, so I got ridiculous shit. Yeah, me too. I'm like literally trying to think of the best stuff. I, you know, I saw so many good things. It's hard to say. I have, uh, I have two shirts that I actually did buy at Trump events, MAGA events. Uh, one is like Joe Biden photoshopped as with a turban, and he's holding a rocket launcher, and it says "Make the Taliban Great Again." <laughs> fuck yeah Yeah. and uh then i taliban huh but but they like the taliban yeah i I don't really understand it's just funny biden looks so funny in the edit that's an amazing shirt i want to see a photo (laughs) of it later yeah i will send you a photo yeah dm me the photo i'm gonna post that absolutely i also have one that's like hunter biden in the tub and it says hookers and blow on it (laughs) god uh, my, my 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 generic one is just the Punisher lo- the Punisher skull with the Trump like comb over on it. I just love that. It's just so emasculating. It's the Punisher with fat orange slobs, dumb weird hair on it, and they think that makes it more macho. It's like God, Jesus. I love that. <laughs> that's, oh, that's um, and and now uh, Haley is showing us the uh, Trump Calvin pissing on the word Biden. So, yeah. <laughs> just so, yeah. Face. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. he's so happy. It looks like a butt. His face <laughs> looks like a butt. Well, also, he, 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 love it. Trump is so happy in peeing on the Biden. He's I so- he's so like I honestly think he's coming. I, I honestly think that Trump is cranking it in that photo, and that's not pee. It's come. So the smile on Trump's face. It is. No, we're when, baking. When, 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 when Calvin's peeing on the Ford logo, he's got like a mischievous, like sort of like, hey, 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 take that Ford. I'm urinating on you. The Trump in that photo is like, oh, oh, God, Biden. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Oh, See, no. My favorite thing I ever got was when QAnon John gave me the, um, the poster of Trump, like, holding the flag so lovingly. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, so same vibe, you know. Yeah, same yeah, the, the, yeah. The the Trump flag fucking. Yeah, I I I love the thing to me is like every time I look at that photo, I, when I see Trump's dumb smiling face, I, all I can think in my head is he's thinking you fucking rubes, you absolute <laughs> morons. I can't believe I do this shit and you buy it. Like I just look at him and he's just like, oh god, it's so easy to play these people, and they're looking at him going, that patriot loves the flag so much. And it's like no, he, he they're just selling knows. posters of that moment for right. twenty five dollars. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, right. it's they like, God, into it. It's so performative, and he know. It's like when he said, "If they win, I get all the credit, and if they lose, I get none of the blame." It's just <laughs> like he's such a con man, and it, and it's like the fact that like QAnon's whole mythology is use discernment, and they can't use discernment to see what Trump is. It's just fucking wild. It's so wild. I have. A, I'm gonna um, pay. A- I don't know if you're a photographer to let me do that pose. I'm going to recreate it. 
<laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. I just remembered uh, that I have a cowboy hat with Trump on it, but it's like the pattern is Trump photoshopped as Superman. Oh, and it's no. the whole hat. That oh, sounds God. terrible. I thought you meant like a cowboy hat with like a little Trump emblem on the front where you put no, like a logo hat. or a star. A okay, so it's it's tackier than I could have dreamed. It's tacky. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Uh, DM it's me camp, all of bitch. Shit. Right. <laughs> uh, placeholder asked, uh, did the U.S. always have weird, regular people simp for rich guys? Were random mechanics and shop clerks writing into the Dearborn Independent to thank Henry Ford for publishing it? Or or wishing Howard Hughes would swoop in on daddy on air, as a airplane daddy and save the nation from something? I'm sure that like like sort of like simping for capitalism has always been around, but I think the internet has made it like more just like public. the king simping yeah. for the king. Yeah, just simping mm-hmm. for Orange Daddy. I think that's always been around, but I don't. I think the internet has made it more of a inclusive group and more easy to notice, where people like are just watching Elon roll out the knife truck fit wagon thing. And people are like, how dare you? How dare you mock his genius? He's the greatest. He's going to put us on Mars. I love you, Elon. Give me a blue check. I don't have eight bucks. And it's just the saddest creatures. We're also in the era of like billionaires, like tech billionaires. I don't think that's helping. Nope, not so much. <laughs> like, well, I, just billionaire worship is something else. I think it's like an extension of being a temporarily embarrassed millionaire. You know, like people vote that way. I think it's just a logical extension of it. And then like, I don't know. It's like they, these people are like now relatable idiots are becoming very wealthy, you know? So like, like you could be like, you could I mean before people could be morons and be wealthy and you just wouldn't know. But now it's like, I'm kind of like Elon, you know, we like the same stuff. We hate the same people. Hell yeah. yeah. When I, I when like, I when I've been when I invent PayPal. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> when my when my, my when my daddy on the Emerald Apartheid mine gives me a cut of money to start building businesses, everything's gonna be great. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm gonna be bros. <sighs> yeah, so it's uh creepy and sick and bad and all of it. Uh Rogue Lodge Games asks, did any of you used to go look at abovetopsecret.com back before Trump and Q and just read the insane postings about aliens or pyramids? Or if not, that one, was there any other site you used to visit just for kicks? What was your conspiracy world like before 2016? Um, for me, it was Vigilant Citizen and shit like that because I was I was following the Illuminati. I was following these people that were doing this kind of stuff, decoding music videos, uh, proving that Lady Gaga was a member of the Illuminati and Jay-Z and Beyonce and all that kind of stuff. I was really into this YouTube channel called The Call for an Uprising. Some people have told me that guy's real name a bunch of times. He... The thing about Call for an Uprising that was hilarious was when he got exposed to Q, he hated it. I just checked him out a couple months ago. He loves Q now because, of course, that's why these people work. But I was mostly an Illuminati person. I never did Above Top Secret, but I was just into the whole eyes and, like, it was the gamification. It was the beginning of the ARG because people call Q and on a LARP, but it's more like Pokemon Go where you're just looking at the world from a heads-up display and, like, you just see something and, Normal people see it as an advertisement with a pretty lady. You see it as Illuminati coding because her hair is covering one of her eyes. And it's just like 
living in that altered reality, that was the world that I was monitoring and reporting on before Pizzagate and before QAnon, which I got into late in the game because I my Twitter account says I started in August of 2018 and Q was posting in the end of 17. So basically people were just like, QAnon, QAnon, QAnon. I'm like, that sounds like the Illuminati. Looked into it. Yep, just Illuminati with Trump as a hero. This is the fucking tale as old as time. So what were you guys like before this shit? Or were you even into this shit before like, 2016? <laughs> I was totally, uh, as a kid, into 9-11 conspiracies. Uh, I did my junior research project on the 9-11 conspiracies. Really? Um, I'm, yeah. a I'm a 9-11 truther. Jet, uh, oh, God, jet fuel can't melt steel. Uh, I'm not a... Uh, 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 well, I won't get into it, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> Haley's pilled. I'm I'm saying I'm not a truther. I'm just she's an infiltrator. Uh, but anyway, no, the junior research project is supposed to just like present both sides. But I did it because I was like, oh, I could do that. I'm obsessed with 9/11 conspiracies. Um, what else? My mom is super into aliens, so like she's an actual true believer in aliens. So like growing up, it's just like you hear fucking dumb shit. I mean. Uh, and then, like, uh, I was Jehovah's Witness, so I'm kind of like low key obsessed with like all things Jehovah's Witness. You and you and Martin Getter should hang out once they uh, put him in jail in England. <laughs> once they put him in jail in England for tax evasion, you can visit him in jail and talk about your lives as, as growing up Jehovah's so. and Prince. <laughs> Even though I said, yeah. but in heaven, I'll talk. We'll yeah. talk. Yes. <laughs> so, so, what was your dark past, Amanda? I did not need a website when I could just talk to my father. So. <laughs> I also like, I don't know. I've always been very interested in like, uh, like the race science kind of stuff. Um, and like following that, which I guess is like, it's bullshit lies. I don't know if I would call it a conspiracy theory in the same vein, but like aliens and pyramids never really took my interest, but you know, I grew up with it. So that was, that was enough for Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, finally, Daniel sneaks in with a second question. How dare you, Daniel? And uh, the gist of his question is Trump blamed the Republican losses in the midterms on the way they handled the abortion issue. <laughs> What's been QAnon's take on that? Uh, their take on it is total silence because uh, they, mm-hmm. hate ab- they hate abortion. They want it outlawed in every way, shape and form. And having Trump like come out as a squish on abortion is something that does not uh, fit their narrative. Uh, it is QAnon is very much about fitting their narrative. And I just when with the people that will talk to me on Truth Social, I'll be like, Trump promoted the vaccine. The vaccine kills everybody. Why do you accept that? And the dodging and explaining and the spinning for why Trump endorsing the murder vaccine that the deep state uses is using to depopulate the world. It's wild. It's wild the ways they try to justify and excuse it. So it's uh, it's very funny. But I have actually heard pretty much nobody on QAnon talking about uh, Trump's abortion comments because they can't Um, because it goes against their narrative. It goes against their narrative that being that uh, like life begins at conception and all abortions are murder and blah, 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 and all that. They are just super hardline pro-life, AKA forced birth, AKA women should be barefoot and pregnant and don't have rights, all of that stuff. Um, and there, I think that one of the strangest things that happened in the past year's elections, like when 
Carrie Lake lost, all their heroes lost. They were like, fraud, fraud, rigged, blah, blah, blah. I didn't hear fucking any of them talk about that referendum in Kansas where that were like keeping abortion legal in Kansas, like passed in a landslide, like blood red Kansas. It's just like, we fucking love abortion. Abortion is great. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I just didn't hear any cue on people going after them. Oh, that referendum was rigged, blah, blah, blah. Cause they just couldn't even handle it. Like they couldn't even wrap their heads around it. They didn't want to talk about it because they're right about everything. They know America hates abortion, but when Americans overwhelmingly vote in favor of it, like they can't even cry fraud for some reason. It's really strange. So that is basically what I've seen. I don't know if you, I don't know if you two have seen anything different, but that's what I see on social media. Um, I've kind of seen like, cause I follow, you know, like every flavor of far right weirdo. Um, like pro-lifers kind of got like, like pro-lifers got mad kind of at it. Um, and they were basically like saying like, uh, well, ending row is worth losing an election or two kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but like more like neocon types, just like traditional or not like traditional conservatives, but like just the neocon type, the the conservatives that want to win, uh, were basically like, Maybe we should have focused more on like medical fascism. That was what I saw Christina Pusha saying, um, which is DeSantis's sec- like oh, yeah. lady I'm mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the mouth of <laughs> the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, but did we just hear from Arizona Right Wing Watch that like Con Inc is the one who has a reasonable take on this? I love, I, love you, it's just... I love the way that you phrased it though. You're like, oh, the establishment types, you know. You know, like the suits, the suits, the losers. Yeah, the people who aren't just like totally their one issue is abortion. You know, the ones that want to win, they want to win. Some do want to win, you know, but some of the like pro life people are like, I'll lose every fucking election from here on out if it meant overturning Roe v. Wade, which is the most sinful thing on this fucking planet. In there, that's all right. I, I think my favorite thing about that was that the, the when the first thing you said, where they were like, losing a couple elections is fine because it's like, yeah, women aren't gonna get raped after two or four years from now. Women aren't gonna have. Uh, tr- pregnancies that can only be salvaged by an abortion or they might die in in four years in four years women's biology and men being monstrous rapists that's all going to go away and this whole abortion issue is going to be a non-starter for everybody it's going to be smooth sailing for the republican party it's gonna be great yeah it's like it's like uh fyi you idiots caught the car now you have to deal with it like that's just the way this is going to work and you're going to have people like those people that are never going to stop being like yep like throw them in jail, death penalty, abortion, murder. Just you're gonna th- th- those people are not they're not in the closet anymore. They're now in your living room. They're eating cereal with you, and you can't you can't put them in the closet anymore now that a, that row's been overturned. So you you lose, idiots. Well, I mean, it's like uh, Matt Walsh tweeted the other day. <clears throat> he was like, you know, you can't say that you're like pro life because of a moral reason because it's you know life. Um, and then also say there's exceptions to it. And it's like, I don't think his point was that that's good, but he's right. I mean, it's oh, yeah. like, otherwise it's the trolley thing. And like, that takes a lot more like thought and debate. You can't, I mean, and so, yeah, like I think I honestly, I think that the lunatics, I think that the paleo conservative fringe freaks, I think that they're in the morally consistent position. Everybody else is full of shit. All right. So like, yeah, good. Fucking eat each other. Great. Right. Anyway, my guys have moved on to Kanye, so we don't care yeah. about Trump anymore over here. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, that was. Uh, I'll, I'll finish this up real quick. Here it was just that, like, I, I, I went at. I think I think I was talking to Outlaw, and um, I was just like, "Why are you okay with Trump promoting the vaccines?" And all these people were dodging and diving and doing bullshit. And one guy was just like, "Trump promoting the clot shots proves that he sold out and he is a piece of shit and it is wrong." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're morally consistent. I can't believe this. You're like the unicorn of conspiracy theorists who actually like vaccines kill people. Trump approves of the vaccines. Trump bad. They actually managed to add two and two together and get four. It was so wild and refreshing. It was just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So um, that will conclude the uh, questions from our listeners. Uh, the final question is, as always, is what are you looking forward to? Uh, Amanda and Haley looking forward to nothing. Life is a dark and horrifying. No, kidding. Okay, wait, I can I can think of something. No, I'm going to happy hour tomorrow. And what? I just had COVID and could not leave the house for 10 days. Oh, that's I'm awesome. really excited to leave the house. Freedom. Freedom is what we look forward to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited because I'm going to uh, go out and get my unruly beard trimmed for the first time in a little while. Because that is something that just... Uh, I finally found a barber that doesn't just take it off. Like one <laughs> one day, like uh, four or five months ago, I walked into a barber shop that was near my house and was like, "Hey, can you just uh, tighten this up a little? Give me a little trim." And they were like, "Sure thing." And I was like, "Well, that's eighty percent of it gone. What the fuck were you doing?" <laughs> On my work, no, <laughs> no. Oh, because like uh, for an incredibly long period of time in my life, I just couldn't grow a beard. And then one day, I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna force a will this shit. I'm just not shaving for forever. <laughs> I'm going to see if it's possible. And then it just happened. So I was like, success. I've done it. I have defeated my inability to grow facial hair. I am now a god, a god of slovenliness. So, and Haley, do you have anything to look forward to? Or is this just it? Not really. I don't have any. Yeah, you guys are it for this week. I, I can't think ahead of this right now. You're looking forward to Kevin McCarthy's sixth round of uh, rejection? Yeah, that would yeah. be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the watching C-SPAN. That's what that's what we're all looking forward to. Watching C-SPAN for until this is until we have a resolution. Maybe there's no resolution. Maybe the House of Representatives is just abolished, and we go to a unicameral legislature, which is just the Senate. <laughs> this is a deep state conspiracy to get C-SPAN's numbers up for advertisers. Yes, absolutely. That's oh, right. God. Matt Gates a psyop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! If I made clips of this show, I would definitely have a bump. Matt, Matt Gates is a psyop. So, um, yeah, but th- this is where we get ready to leave. But because what are you looking forward to? Uh, I-, I told you, getting my beard trimmed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yes. 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 So, and last week it was ice cream. How was it? Uh, oh, the ice cream's great. Richardson's Dairy is the best. They nice. are truly, and uh, and and now we've uh, uh, for Amanda, we the um, Richardson's Dairy actually has the cows on site during the summer. Sometimes they're very fragrant. You can get manure from them, and they literally just have they they have the cows. They bring the milk next door. Boom, ice cream. It is just <laughs> the most uh, you know. yeah, it is a super efficient project. But um, what was I going to say? And also, uh, hopefully this weekend we'll have football without uh, anyone, you know, like the movie, dying suddenly. So, yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to just regular football that's not tragedy, that has anti-vaxxers screaming and yelling like the fucking monsters they are. Um, just good old American football. Yes. And so uh, this is where we uh, we're usually uh, L just goes on a stem winder before wrapping it up. But I have two guests hosts on here now. So here's where we have you guys plug your socials. And also, uh, not that it really matters because I am a much smaller fish than him. Amanda plugs her big podcast appearance she'll be having this week or whenever it gets posted up. So <laughs> I have made Amanda fall over in laughter thinking about this. So. I I don't I mean am I allowed to say it I don't I mean yes I guess it's not a secret <laughs> yeah go for it oh so I'll be on Michael Cohen's podcast in the very near future because we recorded it yesterday so sweet yeah he, and he actually asked me about the how did they you know square the vaccine thing I was thinking about it while you're talking about it. I'm like oh I just had to explain this to Michael Cohen twenty four <laughs> hours <laughs> hey um, talk to talk to his producers I'll be more than happy to explain the vaccine thing. <laughs> Oh my god. Michael Cohen had me on the show. <laughs> oh. But yeah, um and uh you can be found at not a turtle seventeen or not tur- not turtle soup seventeen. No turtle no soup tur- seventeen. Yep, Twitter, no Instagram, TikTok, Substack, Facebook, Tumblr, Mastodon, whatever we're doing <laughs> now and there. Yeah. Do people use posts? Have people actually Oh yeah, that one too. It's fucking awful. I'm it really is. It's like, fucking. <laughs> I have a post account, but I haven't posted anything really on there yet. And until Twitter dies, I'm just going to stay there and just like mock Elon for being dumb. Yes. Uh, I'm yeah. on Twitter and Mastodon. Uh, Arizona Right Wing Watch. <laughs> and she oh, has yeah. a Substack. I do have a Substack. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I love how we're like helping each other plug our own stuff. <laughs> we're like the saddest people in the world. Nobody oh, cares. No, 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 no one Nobody knows how to self promote. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that concludes what hopefully will be a very successful. Well, it's the most successful episode of Interest in Hell World this year. That's definitely a true <laughs> statement. So uh, for Amanda and Haley, I would like to say thanks. Uh, also, I would like to say thanks to uh, Frosty Vo, who does all of our bumps, and whenever Q shows up. He's also the voice of Q, so we thank him. Uh, for our listeners, uh, standard thing, if you don't get any money, just give us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Uh, put Hellworld in your uh, Twitter handle the way uh, Cleodora does because she's the best. Um, if you do have money and you wish to give it to us, uh, go to uh, patreon.com slash politics. For $5 or more, you can unlock the bonus content that we've hidden behind a paywall like Monsters. So you can listen to me talk about the Kennedy assassination, American history, and listen to me, Ellen Sarge, talk about 2000 Mules, uh, Fall Cabal, and and uh, Out of Shadows, the movie that was made by a Hollywood stuntman who got pilled by a doctor and is now Liz Crokin's best friend. That's totally how his life went. Sucks to be you, Mike Smith. So um, if you do have money and you don't want to give it to me and these other clowns, uh, please go to love146.org and give it to them so they can fight human trafficking, which is awesome. Or all, or again, as we said previously, give it. Go to uh, Damar Hamlin's uh, GoFundMe page and give money for the toy drive and get that thing up to five million dollars. Let's continue to show the world that we're not fucking terrible people. So, uh, having said all of that, and thinking that I've gotten through this outro in a somewhat effective manner for Arizona Right Wing Watch and Amanda, this is uh, Mike Rain saying, "Good speed, patriots."